Hi, my name is Jacob Barr. I'm the owner of Raps.com. I'm here with my colleague Isaac Ruiz, and we're beginning this new venture by creating our very first introduction podcast for the Pro Life Team podcast. <laughs> So, so Isaac, we're in this like introduction podcast where our goal is to describe like what are what we're trying to achieve with this new series, what what kind of content we want to create and deliver, and along with also sharing the purpose or the goals that this content will have, um, such as trying to be a blessing to pregnancy center leadership. So that we can provide encouragement and um, resources that don't come with a normal like conference uh, price tag, the with you know price tags that would include like hotel and travel and the all of the uh, time required to go to like a three day event. We're trying to essentially highlight some small stories and then stretch them out in order to make them even more enjoyable and more helpful. Um, and there's so many good stories that we've uh, heard over the years that often get presented at these national conferences by really um, caring, intelligent, um, and you know, helpful people. And we're just going to try and bring out a few of those stories through this video podcast series in a way that is accessible and convenient and, and helpful and, and hopefully a blessing to leadership teams who are you know, on the front lines, engaging, um, you know, oppo the opposing Plant Parenthood uh, force um, in different spaces um, in this pro-life world. Absolutely. Yeah, one of the things that we face with uh, a lot at iRapture.com uh, is we get to experience talking to a lot of executive directors, uh, a lot of staff members, and a lot of volunteers. And the one thing that we understand uh, fundamentally is that the pro-life movement is very much underfunded and under-resourced. So we try to we try our very best to try to uh, think outside of the box, uh, do a lot of different uh, testing, if you would, on different types of marketing strategies and a lot of different things. Uh, so having a platform and uh, and a place where we can share all these different ideas, whether they're great ideas or maybe they're perhaps some really poor ideas, uh, we want to give you guys the the space where you can listen in, uh, lean in into these different strategies and ideas, and uh, uh, hear how God's working in our communities. Uh, and uh, perhaps one of these ideas will will uh, make a huge impact in your pregnancy center or in your pro life movement. Uh, so hope you guys enjoy. Yeah, and the the this morning we shot our very first episode, and then here we are trying to introduce this podcast series. In the very first episode, we shot with Lori out of Texas, and we asked her some questions about this story um, of prayer, of how God how God took her request and fil fulfilled her her heart's desire, her her needs at her brand new six month old center there in Texas. And, and our goal is to, sh you know, share these really beautiful stories so that, um, so that you can be encouraged to, to find a similar story in your world, in your life with God and Jesus interacting with your work. Um, 
And then, and also just to provide you with, yeah, comfort, um, essentially to be a blessing to the people who bless others. And so as you're working to bless and help women in a really difficult situation, our goal here is to try and be a blessing to you by sharing stories um, that reflect how God's goodness helped in this area in order for you to then hopefully connect how it can then help in your area. And not to say that you haven't seen God's work in your area already. We're just trying to encourage and support you in that in that work because um, with good work comes you know attacks from the deceiver, attacks from the distractor, the destro- destroyer of life. And we just want to provide support for this um, for the work that you're doing and that you're involved in. And not to say that we're trying to belittle what you're doing or saying we have solutions and ideas that you haven't come across before, but rather we just want to encourage you and support you in the, what you're already doing. Uh, because I, I believe executive directors of a center are, are are called by God to work in that area. Like it's a it's a unique um, position to have, and and it's instrumental in God's work. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, again, working with executive directors day in and day out, I've been able to kind of feel the hearts of a lot of these uh, wonderful, wonderful people. And I got to say, um, first off, hats off to you executive directors out there because you guys wear a million different hats and you guys are super busy running multiple facets of a business. Uh, but most importantly, the, the one thing that I know that every and I want to say every executive director has is they, they share the same passion for the unborn. And also, let's not forget, but the passion for the mothers uh, where a lot of the world has given up on these mothers. Uh, executive directors just work their tails off to make sure that these mothers have a place that's safe, uh, that's comfortable, uh, that not only embraces the mom, but embraces that newborn baby that's inside of you. Uh, so. Again, guys, we, we just we just hope that we can be a blessing to you guys in any which way, whether it's uh, through an encouraging word, through a message, through ideas, through uh, strategies. We just want to be here for you guys and, and give you and enable you guys to to do the best that you can possibly do at your pregnancy center. Yeah, and and so we're excited. We're actually, my wife was praying that we would have a lot of joy during this uh, conference. I mean, during this podcast video creation effort, and and so we're we we truly are excited to be able to um, be in a position where where God has led us to this point of creating this this uh, content that will be an encouragement to you. Um, and so you can expect. Uh, several videos to be coming out after this one, um, and it's it's free. It's open source. It you know feel free to share this video content with other people, other um, pro life team leaders, so that they can be encouraged as well. Um, and so there's no price tag. There's no expectation of donation. Um, this is essentially a gift that we want to give, and we feel called to encourage and support the pro-life, Jesus-loving team that we are working with on a regular basis. And so we're working to to do that. We're essentially taking our heart's desire and strategically working to accomplish it. Um, and so, 
we hope that this is helpful to you and that this is something that you would enjoy sharing with other people who might find it helpful. Absolutely. And if you guys want to get involved with us and want to help out, maybe you have a story that you feel that God wants us to share, uh, please feel free to reach out to us, whether it's via email, whether it's a, through a phone call. Uh, doesn't matter how. Just get your uh, get your story out to us, and we'll definitely take a listen. And we would love to, again, share God's miraculous stories uh, with as many people as we can, because we know that sometimes all it takes is just an encouraging word or an encouraging story uh, to really encourage God's people to do great things. And that's that's where, what we hope to accomplish at the end of the day. So, yeah, so part of how this idea came about was when Lori DeVillis was praying with us. She prayed for for God to increase the territory, um, increase her territory. And but then she defined sort of like how that might meet, you know, how that might come about. And essentially that and the way to increase the territory is for more people to be invited into this work, into this ongoing battle, into this spiritual battle, into the space of helping women who are facing an unplanned pregnancy, who might be, um, you know, thinking about abortion or may be vulnerable to choosing abortion. And for this, you know, this pro-life team who is working to reach these women and help deliver, um, help, help helping them deliver their babies and have new birthdays involved. Um, and, and the work doesn't stop there, I, and I think that. But this is really important because, you know, as, we, uh, as Isaac and I were talking over lunch just before this podcast, we were talking about how um, the the you know someone can't have an evangelistic opportunity to meet Jesus unless they are there to to see it, and and so um, so essentially the goal of trying to help help babies you know breathe and have life is is so important because it lines people up for then meeting Jesus down the road. But that second part is just as important as this pro-life effort. That evangelistic part is is um, is critical because if someone has 80 years of breath, what does that mean unless they see Jesus? It's, it's so important for them to find Jesus down that road um, and but then again, the evangelistic part doesn't necessarily get the opportunity for someone to meet Jesus unless they, you know, if that baby doesn't get the chance to breathe um, outside of the womb, um, then then that yeah that gets cut very short, and there is no you know. So I think they it's a perfect marriage of two different um, parts that need to be worked on, and we're called to support this pro-life team effort, this pro-life uh, leadership team by trying to provide you with encouragement. Um, but I just don't want, I essentially just want to provide equal importance to the, the pastors, the, the uh, evangelists, the priests, the, um, the people who love Jesus, so that they, you know, that part is just as important and essentially is the next domino in this series of pieces that need to be done for people to, um, to find Jesus. Or, and there's many dominoes in this long series of, experiences, but just in generally speaking, like, you know, having life and then meeting Jesus are just such beautiful things. Um, and we'd love to dive in deeper on all these topics of how that plays out. Absolutely. <clears throat> 
You know, it's funny because I think about uh, whenever I think about the pro-life, the word itself, pro-life, we we so much we assign it so much to just babies, but realistically, we can assign it to the Christian life and the life cycle of a Christian. But I mean, if we look back at the Word of God, it says that that He came to give us life and life everlasting. So when you say pro-life. Uh, it should definitely, there should be an implication of the babies, right? Because that, that's the battle that we're fighting right this second. Uh, but you, we can't split that from just the everyday life. He, if, if Jesus came to give us life, uh, then pro-life uh, means a lot more, and that, that word holds a lot more weight to all of us. We should really be considering the evangelistic approach to bring in all people to God. That should be a focus. But like Jake said, it's a, it's a two-part thing that has to happen in tandem. <laughs> it has to happen both at the same time. Uh, so um, again, we, we just hope that we can encourage you guys and, and help you guys just kind of reach reach new heights. Um, yeah. yeah. This um, th- This weekend, I was at a, a retreat you know, spending time journaling, you know, trying to talk to God and trying to hear his voice. And one of the other uh, people on this retreat was sharing his story of what he was talking to God about and what he was hearing. And he felt like he didn't really hear much, but he shared with the group what he wrote down. And all of us could see God's fingerprints in what he was writing about, even though he was sort of having a hard time seeing it. And one of the things that he pointed out was that he felt like God was inviting them into having a life abundant. And I think, you know, often we think about pro-life as being about the birthday, but really, we're really wanting to call people into not just having life, but having life abundant, That's where right. the focus is on Jesus, there's blessing, there's joy, there's peace, there's long-suffering, there's an opportunity to minister to others in order to provide accomplishment. And, um, you know, being a servant allows you to have an impact on the person you're serving. Um, and all of these things are add up to an abundant life. And an abundant life is such a beautiful way of seeing life because life is good. Well, life can be good, yeah. but abundant life is beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah, that's I, I couldn't have said it better. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we pay them the big bucks. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, honestly, though, uh, you know, J- it's funny because Jake is we, Jake and I have been talking back and forth for the last, what, well, I don't know, year almost uh, about starting this podcast and how we wanted to impact the pro-life movement and, and the whole pro-life world. And um, we've received so much confirmation in the past year and individual confirmation, not just both of us in the same room praying, but individually, God has been speaking into our lives about how we need to approach um, approach the way that we reach out to pregnancy centers and, and not even just pregnancy centers, just people as a whole. As much as I want this to be a resource for pregnancy centers and the pro-life movement, realistically, I, I would like this to be much bigger than that because I feel like um, speaking about the themes of being pro-life and, and like Jake said, uh, living that abundant life, uh, I want to make sure that we can be a resource for everyone because every pregnancy center that I've ever talked to they really hope to be that kind of like that beacon of hope uh, to their community, whether it whether they're dealing with, a, you know, a pregnant mother or just evangelizing the word of God to anyone who walks by their uh, facility. Uh, so just like them, we want to be a beacon of hope and we want to be a, 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 
a pro-life to the fullest extent where it's not just babies and definitely, you know, yes, babies, but uh, also just offer that abundant life that Jesus Christ offers each and every one of us, whether we deserve it or not. I think the the saying that you say is best, everyone deserves a birthday, uh, <laughs> but I think that it goes way further than just babies. Everyone deserves a Jesus birthday as well. Oh my goodness, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and one thing that Isaac um, often will bring up and in, in when we're eating lunch and just chit-chatting about a lot some, of eating, huh? <laughs> food is good. Yep. <laughs> so one thing we we're, we often talk about is how how important and critical the church the role of the church is in this work. Um, and just today during lunch, we were talking about how how a pregnancy clinic it has a lot of the similar characteristics of a church. You know, they're introducing people to Jesus, whether through actions or through words or through both. Um, the the direction is there, and then and then also, they're helping single moms like as a regular staple of what's being done. And in the Bible, it's very clear that the church is to help single moms, orphans, people who who are um, alone. And the single moms is something that I just think, um, you know, what better vehicle is there than a pregnancy clinic who is helping single moms during the one of the most challenging times as being a brand new single mom? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and we talk a lot about, uh, you know, enabling the church or empowering the church to get, get more involved because... Again, with the idea that pregnancy centers, and, and we discussed this a little bit earlier as well, uh, pregnancy centers are doing a lot of evangelistic work. It's the perfect it's the perfect opportunity to team up with a church. A, a pregnancy center and a church teaming up just makes so much sense uh, because, again, a pregnancy center is dealing a lot with the, the <coughs> physical, the, the actual literal life of somebody, right, like a baby. Uh, whereas the church, although, yes, there's a lot of situations where churches do deal with the literal life of a person, but uh, mainly churches are dealing with the spiritual lives of people. Uh, but we evangelize in the same exact way. We preach Jesus. We try to change hearts and not minds, which is something that we uh, had spoken about earlier. Um changing the heart of a young woman, uh, you know, by being kind to them, by uh, providing services that are free where, you know, in this day and age, free things, they're kind of uncommon. <laughs> Everyone wants a dollar. And uh, the fact that these pregnancy centers are doing everything in their power, raising money, I mean, the fundraising efforts that we help, uh, irapture.com helps a lot with fundraisers, uh, websites for fundraising, mean, you name it, we try to do everything in, in our powers to help these pregnancy centers make some money. But they do all of that. All the pregnancy centers do all of this and put so much money into raising funds so that they can give something for free to their clients, to give something out of their, uh, out of love and out of their uh, goodness of their hearts, give something free to young women who are struggling with probably one of the most difficult decisions that they'll ever have to make in their lives. Um, and we just feel that the partnership between churches and pregnancy centers is one of those vital things that has to happen Um I think the church and pregnancy centers, they should be, uh, the, the words should be synonymous, <laughs> you know? They should be able to fit within within the same frame of mind. Yeah, one of the things I'd like to encourage you as you're listening to this podcast, this video podcast, is I'd like to encourage you to um, contact us or put into the comment if there's a comment option on what you're watching. Um, 
let us know how your Princey Clinic has engaged the church. And we would enjoy hearing your ideas because we want to promote those those good ideas of how churches and pregnancy clinics have come together to to work together to um, to accomplish these shared goals. One one pregnancy clinic here in Tucson, uh, Answers for Life, they had this beautiful idea. I think it was like five years ago, where they a uh, a young couple who just decided to they they chose um, life for their child. And they wanted to get married, but they didn't have the fifty dollars for the for the justice of the peace. And so they contacted a church, and the church donated the pastor's time to be the 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 preacher or the you know the person who would provide the the wedding, along with the wedding venue. They had all the pe- people don't people donated the items for that that wedding, and essentially a church came alongside this couple and helped them have. A, a wedding and it was all for free and then that couple ended up actually joining that church not that they had to but after seeing so much love and care poured out it made a lot of sense that they would want to and and since then i think they've done about five or six maybe even seven of these weddings um partnering with a church and i think that's a really interesting way where a church has like the you know what what someone needs to get married and a pregnancy clinic office obviously has people who need to get married. And so it's, it was a really interesting way to come together. And so, um, you know, please feel free to take that idea is if you if you feel led to or or and but please share your ideas. We would love to hear what ideas you have come up with so that we can amplify the voice of those ideas and share that with other clinics. So that's one of the things that we really enjoy doing is finding someone who has a really good idea and then trying to then share that with other people who might benefit from that idea. Like that's a staple of what we do Absolutely, (laughs) is recycling good ideas. It's funny because that's, (laughs) I mean, that, that story that resonated so much with me because I actually, I come from a small church. My dad's a pastor. He's been pastoring that church for over, over 30 years now. Uh, and, We've helped at that capacity with our members. So, like, if there's a member that wants to get married, we'll provide the venue for free. We'll do the the ceremony for free. The only thing that the couple has to do, and usually that's not even the case because we'll try to donate money towards the cause, but is basically pay for the food. Um, but it's such an awesome idea, and that's what I mean when I say the partnership between church and pregnancy center has to be tight like that because that's such an awesome idea. The resources are all there, but, you know, uh, as a father, my wife and I, uh, we talk a lot about positive reinforcement with our kids. Like when they do something good, make a good decision, we give them a treat, a candy or something like that. And what better way to show positive reinforcement in regards to family values and the family value that the life share, uh, uh, that the churches share with pregnancy centers than by basically saying, if you guys get married, we'll help you. Uh, we'll have your back. As a church, we'll have your back. As a pregnancy center, we got your back. What an awesome way to show that positive reinforcement and more importantly, to really show the love of Jesus uh, in a very practical way. <laughs> it just makes sense. But yeah. those that's what Jake's saying. Like, there's so many great ideas that, you know, people like Jake and I, that we just don't come up with them. <laughs> so we need your help. Mm-hmm.